We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. All systems are good. Ladies and gentlemen, Chris Van Oh, man, I feel like there's only one way to start this episode, and it's with a big woo! Welcome to another audio adventure here on Insight. I am CVV, Chris Van Vliet, and yes, the nature boy himself is in the house. Ric Flair's last match is this Sunday, live from the Nashville Municipal Auditorium in Nashville, Tennessee. And I know he's had other retirement matches in the past, but he says this is, in fact, his last match. And when it comes to this conversation, when you've been in wrestling for almost 50 years, it'll be exactly 50 years this December, there's a lot to talk about. I mean, Ric Flair has lived so many lives, both in the ring and out of the ring, and he's an absolute legend beyond wrestling. Everybody knows who Ric Flair is. And I was so grateful to be able to share this time with him. And he was just dropping so many nuggets of knowledge during this. I'm going to be in Nashville this weekend. That's where Ric Flair's last match is. I'm going to be hosting a live episode of Insight with my special guest, the new Ring of Honor World Champion, Claudio Castagnoli at StarCast. I'd love to see you there. So you can get tickets for that and also tickets for Ric Flair's last match at StarCast.com. And if you're not following Ric Flair on social media, you're missing out, my friends. Give him a follow at Ric Flair Nature Boy. If you're not following me, I mean, you're also missing out. <laughs> I'm at Chris Van Fleet and snap a screenshot right now. Tag us. Let us know that you're listening to this one and also share this episode with someone who you know is going to love this. Also, you can check out Ric Flair's podcast wherever you're listening to this. It's called To Be The Man. He hosts it with his son-in-law and podcasting guru, Conrad Thompson. I think this is, what, podcast number nine that Conrad hosts. I mean, he's just, everything he touches turns to gold. It's just amazing. And Conrad's hosting mixed with Ric Flair's storytelling makes it a must listen. Speaking of storytelling and great stories, this is so good. It's me and the nature boy, Ric Flair. Rick, Thanks such God. an honor, such a pleasure. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. You know, you're 50 years into this now, and I'm so curious if we go back, what was your goal in wrestling when you first entered the business? 
Well, I don't know if I had it. I mean, I don't know. I, I didn't know what to expect. It was a totally different uh, from the day I started. It was totally different than what I thought it would be. <laughs> when I started, it was very difficult to get into business. It was extremely tough. And it was grueling. And the old guys, old timers, didn't like the young kids coming up. And it, it was just a, a whole different world. You had to, every step was a, a step of, of Learning respect, for, trying to get respect from the, the the guys that have been it for a while, and that that like, was the everyday challenge. And you've done, I feel like, so much to like pave the way for everybody that's come before you. And look, I think that a lot of people would have you on their Mount Rushmore. I know I personally have you on my Mount Rushmore. Who's on Ric Flair's Mount Mount Rushmore? Austin Hogan, Taker, and Shawn Michaels. You don't even put yourself on there. I would, but I, I, I can think of, uh, uh, I think those four guys had a, a huge, you know, you could put the rock on there too. It's interchangeable, but sure. probably the best worker of all time is Shawn Michaels. The biggest personality of all time would be the rock. Uh, the biggest draw of all time would be Steve. And um, you can't ever leave Holocaust because he drew a ton of money, different time frame, but right. he was sold out every night. So, you know, I, I um, even though I was NWA world champion, I, I think my job was a lot harder than than um, anybody else's because being an NWA champion, I was, you know, gone six months at a time, you know, sometimes longer. Um, and I was wrestling everybody all over the world. That's the difference. You're not just wrestling. The same guy, which I've done too, like with Steamboat and Sting and Dusty and that. But that was all while I was traveling around the world, especially with Dusty and uh, Steamboat. You know, you say that Shawn Michaels is the greatest of all time. I think, you know, as, as we're entering this last match of yours this weekend, a lot of people go back to WrestleMania 24. They go, yeah. man, that was the perfect ending to your career. Yeah, yeah, I know. But then I got divorced for a third time and it was just hard paying attorneys and paying um and paying um alimony. So you know, I probably didn't need to, but I kind of missed it too. You know, I sure could have worked around it, but I never considered bankruptcy as an option. So, um, and then when I got sick in 2017, and I got I got behind again with the IRS because I couldn't. My hospital bills were about 1.3 Medicare A, which I didn't have B at the time, just paid 800000 So knowing I had to go back in, I had to pay them back, and then I had to pay the IRS another million dollars. So just because I was late on a, what they call an offer and compromise, to be very honest with you. So that's... So if all, yeah. Yeah, so if all those matches after WrestleMania 24 and TNA you know, were to earn some money back, what's this match here? What's this one all about? Um, it was not about money at all. Um, I'm great money wise. Um, it's about, um, when I saw Steve and, and, and Vince in WrestleMania, you know, people have been asking me to do it. And some people even offered me a hundred thousand dollars to do it. And I just thought, nah, I, I cause I don't want to go in and half assed. I don't need to really get in shape. So I've taken three months to really get in shape. I feel great. I've had some ups and downs. I had 
planners uh i still have it but it's it's almost 90 percent healed the bottom of your foot where you can't walk oh plantar fasciitis fasciitis yeah but right at the bottom of my foot but i pretty much have that under control and i feel great and i i don't hurt i don't ache you know why not and, I, and god who doesn't like the glory if i pull it off i'll be bigger than ever <laughs> Well, what do you mean? But if I have you pull it off. Of course, you're going to be able to pull this off. Well, everybody keeps saying that, but it's it'll, it'll be a little bit more than just a woo and chop and strut. And I got to, I've got to perform. Well, you mean it's a tag match, so you can, you know, you're not in there the whole time, I guess. No, no, no. But I still, when I'm in there, I got to, I got to be able to pull off my end, and that's that's putting a lot of pressure on myself. But it's totally the way I feel about it. Well, when these videos came out a few months ago of you and Jay Lethal, like doing some training this is before the match was ever announced i think people yeah. went wow rick still got it what did yeah. it how did it make you feel seeing that reaction well i didn't know whether i could take a slam or not you know with the pacemaker but the, the doctor told me that um um the one i like the best um from he's in auburn uh told me that i, I have enough scar tissue around the around the pacemaker that it's not going to budge. It didn't. So unless it moves the day of the match, I'll be fine. Even then, it just plugged me back in. So it's, I don't have a defibrillator. So when you have the defibrillators, it's very hard to go out there and take bumps. And I've got that. I had that blood clot issue a couple of times in the last 10 years. And I just will take half a blood thinner. <laughs> Because right. I, I, I plan to entertain him, man. <laughs> man. What are the people closest to you say? Are they saying this is awesome? Or are they saying, come on, Rick, husband, grandpa, no, dad, this, whatever, they're, you're crazy? They're, they're saying this is awesome. They're all supportive. My family is very supportive. They know that I want to do it. They know I want to be part of it and want to be rocking and rolling. I wouldn't have it any other way. But I mean. And, it, and, it, and this thing is, it's what, what I didn't anticipate. It's captured that captured the hearts of America. I mean, this is we, I, everywhere I go. I mean, I travel a lot for a living. You know, autograph signing. I made a commercial for Car Shield. Nobody's talking about SummerSlam or AEW. They're all talking. Everybody knows about my last match. It's gotten a lot of national uh, publicity. Which oh, well, is there's something about you, like you transcend generations, right? I think <laughs> Thank that God. It, it's an amazing, right? Like, thank you. I think when you've been doing it for 50 years, that's that's kind of the way that uh, that it goes. Yeah, 50 in September. It, it, was there a part of you that was like, can we push this to like the end of the year so it'll be officially 50 years? No, because it was, it was the perfect time. It, 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 you know, Conrad's a very smart guy. We've got 70,000 people in town for the SummerSlam. And they're having it on a Saturday which is unusual instead of a Sunday and it mm. just worked out great. But the roast is sold out. I think we have like 200 tickets left for a 9,000 seat sellout uh, in the auditorium, which WCW, we never sold out the auditorium. And WWE had a hard time doing it and AEW didn't do it. So it's a big accomplishment. You famously said, I will never retire. How do we know this is actually your last match? It has to be. I would be, I would be, um, I get that question. I get asked a lot because it, it, it'll just have to be, even if I do real well, I can't, you know, go back in my word to the people that have, have given me all this 
respect and time and have bought tickets and then I've already been I've been already been offered ten matches at fifty grand apiece. So um and then over in Europe the guy offered me a hundred thousand, but I, this this will be the last one. For sure, for sure. Yeah, I, I can I can manage somebody and be in a ring, but it will be my last match. Hmm. All right. I, I mean, I'm just so excited about this. And I think yeah, I am too. Trust me. I'm nervous. <laughs> what are you nervous about? Making uh, pulling it off. But but it's a lot of pressure. People don't realize that you you, you lose your self-confidence a couple of times and then you you know, but I've got myself uh I you know, thought two weeks ago I thought I had pneumonia because I was training so hard. I was going back and forth training at Rob's and then driving over to Lethal. My dog wanted miles. to say hi. Yeah, so yeah, nice. You know, a 50-mile round trip, and I was driving air-conditioned, sweaty and all that, and I got a real bad cold. But I got rid of that, then my foot happened, and then it's all coming together. Five more days. How did you decide who was going to be part of this match for you? Conrad and I put it together mutually. Yeah, we were we were gonna go outside um, and do some people from AEW, and then you know it all became a little political, a little political with Tony. I'm not sure why he changed things around, but it's okay. We we worked around it, and we're we're sold out. That's all that matters. At any point, did you consider like having one of your like legendary opponents, like Steamboat or Hogan, be your final match? Well, neither, neither one of them are physically able to do that right now. Uh, I talked to Steamer for a long time, but he's got back issues in the shoulder. And I think if Ricky wanted to go out, he had that great little run with Jericho back in 2011, I think, is Steve Austin's Hall of Fame induction in, in Houston. And I think Rick wanted to go out with, with that memory because he, Steve was almost as good uh, back then as he was in his prime. Yeah. He really pulled it off and had some great matches. and. You know, you still got it. I think you like that. You know what I mean? And why put that on the line again? And Hulk has got it. Hulk's had so many back surgeries, double hip replacement, double, double knee replacement. You know, it, why why, why take a chance? I mean, I'm still, everything's hooked up still. Thank God. I love that you've become like this cultural icon. Like every time your name gets dropped in a song or like Ric Flair drip, I, you know, as a wrestling fan, I go, ah, that's our guy. But like, yeah. at what point do you feel like you crossed over, like from just being a pro wrestler to being like a cultural icon that everybody knows whether they're a wrestling fan or not? I don't know. I mean, I, um, I've just always been friends with all those guys. I mean, I, I knew that I knew that the, you know, the uh, pop artists liked me and all that. But I'm, I've become like legitimately good friends with Snoop Dogg, and I'm very, very close to Darius Rucker. I've gotten to know Kid Rock real well, um, and then of course um, Offset and Amigos. I mean, Quavo. I, lo I love those guys. Um, they think they made me famous. We've had words about that, but <laughs> if I wasn't famous, why did they write the song about me? <laughs> but it, they, it's their story. They made me famous, so they they can stick with it. Sure.
<laughs> you have some of the greatest catchphrases of all time in all of wrestling. And I'm curious for you, which one are you most proud of? Is it, is it, woo? Is it to be the man? Is it styling and profiling? Is it limousine ride? Is it space? Mountain? Uh, well, I trademarked them all. So, um, I think the limousine ride is the one that people like the most. Or to be the man, you got to beat the man. Was was limousine riding something mm -hmm. that you had planned out, or is it something just? <laughs> I mean, it, it just came out one day. <laughs> no, the whole thing. That, that's the way I roll. That I've ridden the limousines all the time. Limousine the riding, jet flying, kiss yeah. stealing, yeah. wheeling—it's so good. Yeah. I'm having, having a hard time holding these alligators down. <laughs> With the recent news this week, I was surprised with Vince uh, McMahon announcing his retirement. What was your take on that? I, I, I wasn't happy about it at all. I love Vince McMahon. I don't know what he's doing right now, but I, he'll, I, I feel like he'll have a hard time. He'll adjust, obviously, but he loved business, and he, he made us all. He made us all who we are. From Hulk to everybody. I don't care what everybody thinks. He made it. You know? And I, I have nothing but respect for him. I feel like, like is he actually going to be able to stay away? Like, that, that's the thing that I, I really wonder here. I don't know. He's a majority stockholder. I don't know. I don't know whether he will or not. Yeah. I hope not. So, he's a genius. I just asked him, who, uh, who's the competition now? I said, Disney, maybe. <laughs> maybe what would you say is the that, biggest... that was 10 years ago he said that we're driven by the search for better but when it comes to hiring the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all don't search match with indeed indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What would you say is the biggest thing that Vince McMahon has taught you and something that you carry with you through the rest of your career? Uh, just to, uh, for me personally, he said that I needed to get my shit straightened out because I was pretty wild as, uh, as 
people are well aware of. And that I can be remembered for two things. I can either be the greatest wrestler of all time, or I could be some guy that just, you know, pissed it away, you know, getting married too many times. And he's with me through it all. So, <laughs> um, just, I mean, I just, it, it takes a really, he's such a hands-on guy. I mean, nothing went around that company that that he didn't know. Which he he had a to me, I guess the, the I would say he had a very difficult time delegating authority. He had to really trust somebody to put them in a position to make big decisions. And I just feel like um, I could always go to him and ask him. He hates lawyers. He likes to talk to you, man. I man. He'll always he'd always tell me before you say a word, hear me out. Of course, I can't do that. During the first, the first time he said something I don't like, I go, but let me finish. <laughs> <laughs> when he tells you, let me finish, he's not bullshitting. You know, he's a, he, he's a real deal. Rick, when it is all said and done and this match is, is over, you know, one, two, three, and this, you know, and you're not going to wrestle again. How do you want to be remembered? Well, if I pull this off, I'll have to be remembered as the greatest of all time. <laughs> if it's even remotely good. 73. I got I got it down. I'm not kidding you. Unless something happens bad, I don't know what it'll be because I'm really minding my P's and Q's. <laughs> Saying my prayers, taking my vitamins. Because I'm ready. It, it'll, be, it'll, it'll be fun. And you know, I'll tell you what else is really important to me. My whole family will be there. My grandchildren, my kids, a couple of my ex-wives. <laughs> well, what, what, one of my ex-wives and my wife, but all my gra- all my kids, grandkids, uh, it's going to be, that's pretty spectacular to be able to do that one more time. But you're, you're so known for going out there and just calling it in the ring. With this match, is, is it a little bit different? Do you have this planned out? No, I'm one of these guys, but all these guys know me. I'm just, um, I got to hear the crowd. Then I'll know where to go. I'm going to have plan A, plan B, but um, all these guys are excellent, excellent performers. And uh, I'm driving my son. I, who gets to wrestle with their son-in-law? I mean, come on. How cool is that? It's like, kind of like Ray right now with his son. I mean, it's how awesome is that? I feel like I Conrad wrestle. should be on the other team. I feel like it's, you know, both. I know. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Well, Conrad, Conrad's counting the money. <laughs> we, need, we need him to do that. Because even though, even though I don't need it, it's, it, it's going to be a lot. You know, you're so known for calling it out there. And Jay Lethal, when he was on the show, told me, you know, a, a great story about, you know, the most famous TNA promo of all time. Yeah. You and him out there doing the woo off. Did, did you truly not know what was going to happen in that segment? Well, I just told him to listen. I got I got to hear the crowd. I, I can't go out with a script. I've been telling, I argued that for years up there. I got to hear the crowd. I mean, I got a game plan, but I ain't going to memorize this. I'll tell you right now, I'll try. Because now it, it's, it's the interview. Some of them are a bunch of bullet points. As they are, as they, as there is to the emphasis of, of your emotion, and you got to remember next Monday night and that out of town, and 
you know, and, and the name of the pay-per-view. And, and I mean, it's, it's, got to, it's too much of that for me. I, I got to, I want to roll on the guy I'm wrestling and I want in, and I want to entertain. So when Jay starts wooing and then you start wooing, how did you know, like, how did you know where we, where you were getting to with that segment? Well, I've been around him so much and I knew that he, um, he's such a great kid. I mean, he just, he's, he's, he's electric. I, I really feel, and I'm, I'm not going on the line saying this, he should be working for the WWE and in a top level role. He's got that much talent. So I don't know why he's not, but it's not good. He didn't deserve to be. Speaking so. of WWE, John Cena is making his return at SummerSlam. You and him right now, tied. Is John coming back? Yeah, yeah, with uh, Austin Theory. Yeah, it sounds like the, the plan. That, uh, I mean, it sounds like the plan here. But oh, okay. Do you think that uh, John Cena will one day break your record? Will he become the 17-time champion? Um, I don't think so. I don't think he'll ever give it to a part-time performer. Mm. I think Randy Orton's got a better shot at it. Mm. Randy will come back. He's had, he has to have surgery, but um, that's I certainly wouldn't be offended because the real number is 21, so they all got a ways to go. <laughs> Last time I interviewed you, you said, you know, the real number is 21. Why is 16 the number that's counted? Because they don't want to count. I, I can, I'll give you 17 would be when I lost it, when I took the title off Sting to drop to Hulk in 90s, whatever year that was when Hulk came. That would be 17. Jack Bonanno in San Domingo left it there, went back and got it. That would be 18. Um, Victor Jovica in um, Trinidad left it there, went back and got it. That would be 19. Harley Race in uh, New Zealand, that would be 20. I can't think of the 21st. Oh, um, I think it was Carlos in, in San Juan. This is, I lo- this is great that you can just rhyme this off. This is amazing. <laughs> oh, no. I, I mean, I get I get asked that a lot. But they don't want to count that. I don't care. So it's 16. You're okay with 16? Yeah, I'm okay with anything right now. Yeah. And, and I love John Cena. So if John does it, um, he's been such a credit. I mean, such a credible performer. And just one of the great guys in the business. About 10 years ago, they told John he couldn't hang around me. <laughs> no, like 2008, I'd go out drinking with John, and John could drink some beer back then, you know. And, and they told John, they said, Look, we'd like you to just hang a little bit less around Flair on those European tours. <laughs> I didn't take it personally. <laughs> you mentioned it earlier, but. Five years ago, I feel like we were really close to losing you. And I'm so, so glad you kicked out. Yeah. But I'm curious, was there like a life lesson or, or something that changed for you five yeah, years ago? Yeah, definitely make sure without even one second of a regret telling everybody that you love, that you love them. Because you may never, that's all I did for about six months. The people I cared about, them know how much I love them. It can go that fast. Mm. And, and why get into an argument that, you know, you're going to be, you know, which we all get into, you know, but try not to go to sleep arguing with anybody that care that I care about. Just I'll listen to, I take a lot more shit than I used to take, but 
that, that's okay. It's, it's 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 part of being a father, and, it, and at the end of the day, they're all going to be a national. So we can have a crossword, we can disagree, but my whole family will be there. That's that matters a lot. I know the industry's changed so much since you broke in, but if someone was coming into the industry now as a brand new wrestler, what are three pieces of advice that you think that they need to know? Well, unfortunately, I'll say the same thing. If you want to be really good, you got to make the sacrifices. And that even though they were reduced schedule, that's at home too. Be on time. And regardless of the outcome, whether you're going to win or lose, give them the best possible match in the world. Mm. They don't remember when or loses. They go, God damn, that was cool. You know that. It's so true. Yeah. Hey, hey boy, that was really cool. What a match. They don't remember wins or loses. Yeah. You think about it going in the ring, but it doesn't matter. Yeah. If you're so damn good, they have to use you. You just push yourself down their throat. I end every conversation with the same question because I'm all about gratitude. I wake up every day. I say out loud three things I'm grateful for. And I yeah. do it before I go to bed too. So Ric Flair, what are three things in your life that you're grateful for right now? My health, my family, and the world of friends that I have. And I have a this lot with of a woo. Woo! Nobody, nobody does it better. Ric Flair. Limousine riding, jet flying. <laughs> Thanks, you're so, man. You're so good. You're so good. And when you, when you mention a world of friends, who would you say you're closest with right now? My closest friends, um, God, I've got, I've got so damn many. I wouldn't want it. I mean, I'm got a friend here in Tampa, Joe Gomez, my, my son-in-law, Conrad. Um, I think my daughters and I are really close friends. I mean, we're more than, obviously I'm their dad, but with, you know, they've been through so much with me, but I um, the girl that works with me, Kelly, I'm real close to her. Um, I met her at the right time, and uh, she's got me more. I've never been organized in my life. I'm finally organized. It's hard to believe. In 73, I'm organized. And then, of course, uh, Wendy. I think Wendy and I are best friends. So, um, yeah. Oldest ride. When, 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 Wendy, when, Wendy calls this a fraternity house. She doesn't come here very often. <laughs> fraternity house. <laughs> my place in Tampa. <laughs> Rick, you are such a legend. You are a national treasure. It's thank such you. a pleasure to be able to spend some time with you. So thank you. Thank you, man. Are you coming to national, right? I, I'm, I'll be there on Friday, so I will see you there. You tell me. Am I ready? Damn! <laughs> wow! All right, man. <laughs> Bye. Rick Flair, ladies and gentlemen, and I am so excited, so curious about his last match. It's live this Sunday in Nashville. Ric Flair and his son-in-law, Andrade Al Idolo versus Jay Lethal and Jeff Jarrett. It'll be so interesting to see what happens there. If you enjoyed this, please share this episode with one of your friends who's a Ric Flair fan and snap a screenshot and let us know what stood out for you the most from this. Tag us so we can share it out as well. Rick is at Ric Flair Nature Boy 
I'm at Chris Van Vliet. And now that this episode's done, go search for To Be The Man, wherever you're listening to this right now. It's Ric Flair's podcast, and he tells some amazing stories on there. I'm going to leave you with a quote about legacy. I feel like it's so fitting here. This is from author Shannon Adler. Carve your name on hearts, not tombstones. A legacy is etched into the minds of others and the stories they share about you. So good. Be great and be grateful. We will see you on the next one for some more insight. Woo! The headlines remind us daily, the world is a dangerous place. The elites in charge say everything's fine, stop noticing, but you know better. And your gut knows that time is short to prepare for a world that is four missed meals away from chaos. My Patriot Supply has helped over three million families become more self-reliant and is the company Americans trust to prepare. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure their best-selling three-month emergency food kits. Each contain delicious breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Secure at least one food kit for each family member. For a limited time, save $200, plus get free shipping on all their Ready Hour three-month emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour Foods. My Patriot Supply also has solar power generators, water filtration units, biomass stoves, heirloom seeds, and critical survival gear. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com.